0: You
1: will jail it. Yeah, yeah. 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 They want hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. 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 Come
0: on, How hey. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities who don't. I'm Bobby Finger.
1: I'm Lindsay Weber.
0: And Dula Peep is a Grammy
1: winner. <laughs> she, sh- she sure is. I feel like when you just started, I we don't switch off anymore. Just you start. Did you notice know that? Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah, you just take control of that.
0: Well, you just sometimes, you just pause and you're like, okay, I'm ready. And I'm just like, okay, I guess I'll start. And I guess. You're like, okay.
1: Yeah, it feels like everyone we love won a Grammy last night except for Rita Ora, who wasn't there.
0: <laughs> she wasn't there. She was not there. She was at the she was at the pre-party. We'll get to that later, but she was at the pre-party. Maybe she
1: was there. No, they didn't show her. They would have shown her. She wasn't there. They would
0: have shown. That's the thing about Rita Ora. If she's there, they show her. Right. <laughs> That's the thing about Rita Ora.
1: Well, she would have been wearing something, something, and they would have been like Rita, and she would have been like, hi. But she she was not nominated for Best New Artist, which is surprising because she did have like a Best New Artist year, which was like everyone knew about her kind of, but then she released an album, you know? hmm And there were two of her fellow Kosovo sisters, not actual sisters, like, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Albanian sisters. Uh,
0: Albanian pride, yes.
1: Yes. Uh, Dula and BB were both nominated. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, and she so had way, a rough weekend, yeah. so she didn't even get rewarded for that.
0: And here's loved. the thing: I know BB had a rough weekend. I haven't seen. I put it in here, the, because I, I, you put, you were like, here's the video of BB Rexa freaking out, and then I clicked it to see it, and it was already deleted. Oh no, it's further down. It was deleted, and the only version I could find was dubbed in Portuguese. <laughs>
1: So basically, the meme like went. It's like too far gone from us now. It was BB Rexa yelling at the audience,
0: it. and then it, but it was in Portuguese, and I was like, oh wow, like I really missed this one.
1: So what happened?
0: Do we? BB like, Rexa was at a pre Grammy's event, I think, for Spotify, mm-hmm. and people weren't singing along to her song. Which is wild. Not me? even
1: her song. It's meant to be. It's meant the to Florida be, right. Georgia it was meant Line to be. song.
0: And so she was singing meant to be, and then she noticed everyone in the audience, like, or a lot of people in the audience, were not singing along. And she scolded them, and she said, quote, this song was number one for 50 fucking weeks. You know what? I worked too fucking hard for this bullshit. Oh, this song was
1: number one for 50 fucking weeks. I'm here. I'm here. i You know I'm too fucking hard for this bullshit, Okay. I'm coming down. I'm calm, calm, calm. I am work too hard for this moment. I'm from Staten Island, New York, and I'm sitting on a stage drinker right at Thank you very much. Don't whatever the fuck you want to call me because I'm a girl? Yes. I'm being a bitch right now. Go ahead. You're going to sing the fucking words if you know the fucking song. I don't care.
0: That's me at karaoke, right?
1: I mean, I just... <laughs> To get mad about this specific song, which was like an earworm played only in Dwayne Reeds, like I Mm -hmm. that is just a crazy thing to have pride. To have pride. Yeah, and Tom Hank, (laughs) yeah. I mean, we love that song, me and Tom Hank. Um but I would just say, like, it's just crazy that she got mad over this specific artistic contribution that she's made, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's clearly there's clearly so much more to this story because clearly this, this reads this reads as just like she had a really bad day for reasons. We don't even know, and it was like you know, people not singing along to my song is the straw that broke the camel's back. It's the straw that broke BB's back. The straw that broke camp, the camel's BB.
1: <laughs> Stop! Did you say the camel's BB? The straw that broke the camel's BB. Yeah, BB had a rough. Has had a rough week in terms of. But these she was me
0: for a Grammy. She's fine.
1: I mean, but she was like the dress thing where they went, you know. She was like, "I'm too big oh, for yeah. them to fit me for a dress." And everyone was like, you're You're size eight, stop, please." And she was mm-hmm. like, "Uh." And then this, and then the Grammys, she lost. Blah blah blah. She did wear a beautiful. She did wear a beautiful dress to the Grammys. <laughs> did you see? She wore a beautiful dress. The red thing, yeah, it was beautiful. The red thing. You wish you would have dressed my fat ass. <laughs> I mean, there was support that I got from Jeremy Scott and Moschino and and Michael Costello and Christian Siriano.
0: August Getty, just Carl Lagerfeld, yeah.
1: I was like, ah! and then she was, you know, she kept showing her in the audience. That was fun for her.
0: The the person who posted the photo, um, who posted the video, you put in that were like, here's the video of BB scolding the audience that is no longer there. The video is deleted, but the original poster's reply to the video is still there, and she says. Everyone quoting this, asking who she is. IDK. I thought she was the woman who sold me stamps last week. I when you type in BB Rexa in YouTube, the first results are BB Rexa blank, and then BB Rexa flips out, which is a, I'm assuming it's the Spotify thing. And then I'm a mess. And when you think about those final two, they're the same thing.
1: I mean I'm a mess is her song She's it's perfect that's the song yeah. she should be singing not the meant to be we should but retire no knows, meant to be But no one forever. knows the lyrics
0: to I'm a mess are you
1: kidding No one knows the lyrics to meant to be either who the fuck is I know the lyrics
0: to meant no to be and so do you don't act like you don't no <laughs>
1: <Are you kidding? laughs> <laughs> Lindsay like <laughs> I wasn't at covers that party. up her
0: Lindsay covers up her Florida Georgia line tattoo What are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
1: my Florida Georgia line it's just a line I didn't get Florida Whenever
0: I mention the FGL house I just mean Lindsay Weber's body
1: Oh my god don't bring up the FGL house
0: don't bring up the FGL house
1: We're going to go when we're in Nashville we yeah, are gonna go. We it. gotta go to the go. FGL house. There's We're gonna
0: go with Kelly. She's three gonna floors.
1: Floor. Three floors. I we mean, go
0: three different nights. We can focus on a, each floor every single night.
1: It means the best place in the world.
0: Speaking of real country, congrats to Casey. Casey swept. Good She job. swept. She job. deserved Wasn't it. Wasn't expecting it. Didn't. I didn't watch, but I was. I did get the push alert that she won, and I was
1: like, "That's great." I watched, and it was one of the better Grammys that I've seen in a long time.
0: Well, the Grammys. We talk about this every year. The Grammys are stupid in terms of like the awards really don't matter the awards matter less than any other award show of like the big award shows in the winter spring but they're usually the most entertaining because there's music and the red carpet's always yeah
1: it was great there was like mostly performances the performances were very grammy which means they love to mash people up like that's Mm -hmm. like a grammy as Jen my friend Genevieve was calling a grammy moment is this a (laughs) grammy moment It's a great moment. So like Miley and Sean and um, Mm -hmm. Red Hot Chili Peppers and Post Malone, which was like, whatever. And, you know, the the Dolly Parton tribute was really cool. The Aretha Franklin thing was really cool. Like it was just like a bunch of really cool moments. Even when Alicia Keys played two pianos. I don't know if you saw this. You didn't. (laughs) There I was saw, a part I
0: saw images of it. I didn't there see was, it was a part, me.
1: Bobby, where Alicia Keys like had her own moment where she was like, "I love music and I love songs that make you wish you wrote them." Like music, music, music. I love music. And she was sitting between two pianos and she was playing both pianos at the same time. And she would go to one piano and she'd be like, "Remember this one?" And she'd be, it'd be like, "Boy, you know you meant a one of like." She'd play like Lauren Hill and then she went to another piano and she'd play like you know, uh she paid like boot Ball. up. Like boot Ball, up. She played yeah, like a yeah, new song. Up. So she'd be like going back and forth. And it was honestly like I mean it was so cheesy. It was so Alicia Keys of her. She's the was, cheesiest person all the But life. it was yeah. like, what else should this show be? This show is this weird thing where everyone says how much they love music. Yeah you know? and it's
0: like I love I love those it's just like the Oscars, how I I love those stupid like five minute montages where it's like like the movies, movies oh, the as to quote blank check da movies it's like <laughs> le, the da movies moments of the Oscars are always really satisfying and right. so like I get why right. that's satisfying in the Grammys like context. the
1: show opened and they brought out like Michelle Obama and like Lady gaga and like <laughs> the, and Jada Jada pinkett Smith and they all sat uh, stood did they the bring line. a red
0: table was a red table there it was wild. they, they the all red stood table in line alone?
1: and they were like music women music it was like honestly <laughs> insane <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh Josh and I watched, we caught up on Shits Creek. We did not watch cool. the Grammys. But cool. then, so Schitt's Creek is only like, we had to watch three episodes and that takes what, an hour? Because they're each 20 minutes long. And so after it was over, it was like, what are we going to watch? I turned the TV back to regular TV and like just clicked on CBS and the Grammys were there. And Josh was like, I'm not doing this. We're not going to watch the Grammys. I'm sorry. Wow. And while he's, while he's gr- saying this, Alicia Keys is on the screen. And so I didn't actually see the two pianos but I saw that she was there singing. Very and then he rude goes, of Josh. he goes, I'm not doing this. I'm not watching the Grammys. And he goes, who even is this? And then I said, Alicia Keys. And then he started laughing and then we changed the channel.
1: <laughs> I think it's wor- actually he, he was just worked assumed up. I think instinctually he
0: just assumes that he doesn't know anyone at the Grammys, and then he realized, like, of all people, you know who Alicia Keys is.
1: Also, like, he would have known everyone because it's like the people that people didn't know were like Casey Musgraves, and he knows who that is. Like, he knew the most confusing to my room actually, when where I was watching was Brandy Carlisle was was a big like who is that? Because I kept cutting to her, and then she performed. The Joker. You know that song? It's Joker. really good. I guess I don't. It's good. There was also a very gay performance by Saint Vincent and Dula Peep. Did you didn't? Oh, even I saw see that. that.
0: I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that.
1: cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there was just a lot of like. The sets were beautiful. Cardi's performance was beautiful. Cardi,
0: Cardi won. Cardi yeah. won,
1: and people who won were genuinely excited to win. Like, um, you know that artist, her. We talked oh, about yeah. her before. She won and was like thrilled. It was just like thrilling to watch people actually be excited. And there was a lot of drama because of Ariana Grande. She kind Focus. of caused. Ariana
0: didn't go. Is is are we gonna name this title Ken? Is this episode Ken? gonna be called Ken?
1: Ken. Which is funny. What's his name? Ken.
0: His name's Ariana. Ariana did not go to the Grammys because she feuded with this guy, Ken, who he's I guess the is trying to program. He's the main
1: pr- producer of the Grammys. He's so, not the guy that comes out, though, and talks. That's a different okay.
0: guy. Neil. So Ken said, Ken was like, well, we wanted Ariana, but she was being difficult. She couldn't get it together in time. And then he Ariana gave a
1: shady quote.
0: Ariana responded publicly and was like, how dare you say that? I gave you three songs. You chose none of them. Like, if anything, like, I can pull a show together in 24 hours. Like, fuck you. And so well, she boycotted them and the didn't show up. Lear the
1: clear kind of, like explanation for this, which is what I think, is, like, she came out with two albums within six months. Sweetener, mm-hmm. which won a Grammy, is what was nominated. So they said, hey, we'd love for you to do something from Sweetener, the the uh, album that was nominated for Grammy. Like, your next album, like, is not in – we're not really, like, talking about that at the Grammys mm-hmm. yet. And she yeah. was like, no, I want to promote my new album, so I'm going to give you three songs for my new album. Basically, they're all I both see. kind of the same. That's in my mind what I think. Because doesn't that make yeah. sense? Like, she'd that be is- like – that makes I'm, sense but why also a would granny's. i go on tv and perform something old when i have like new songs and he was yes. like no sorry and ken of
0: all like he should understand this sort of promotional cycle thing there shouldn't be a surprise to him and it also as the producer of an award show all you should care about are ratings you know like and yeah. ariana performing a new song is going to get more ratings than ariana performing old songs like it's a win-win for everyone it's you also know?
1: just like it felt you know, when you watch the Grammys and you're like, does this represent the year of music that I had? And if you listen to like mainstream pop music, you kind of want to see a lot of the pieces that you are familiar with. You know, you right. I was very thrilled. You know, Casey Musgraves for me was a big one. So it's like, it's great that she was represented. And Dula Peep and like all these performers, you're like, okay, Post Malone, it makes sense. Uh-huh. Cardi B makes sense. To not have Ariana Grande represented was weird because she was such a big part of music this year. Yes, like so to not have her there felt like, oh, there's a hole. You know, like even Katie Perry was there and she didn't even do anything this year.
0: <laughs> what color was her hair now? Is her hair brunette or is she back to blonde? She's girl? blonde. She-,
1: she performed in the Dolly Parton tribute. The Dolly, thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. she was it was Dolly. It was Dolly, Miley, and no. It was Dolly, Casey, and Casey. and and Katie. And you know Casey and Katie have performed together before. Yes. But I think- they Energies are so dissonant. Casey is stoned, and Katie is like extra. Like she's just like, I we were with I was with my friends and they were like, they're like, oh, here she is, like extra, extra. Like she was just like <laughs> extra, she was extra. over the top while Casey well, was her. like under the bottom. And it was just well, hilarious.
0: <laughs> remember when we were convinced that like Katie and Casey were going to release some sort of like I joint wish. country album? I think that the reason that happened is because of their energies. <laughs> their I energy can't I think they can't get it together. I think it would be good but i think there must be some disconnect there like they're like we tried working together but we can't do more than like one extended award show sequence
1: funny like casey comes out wearing the most beautiful like red they're all wearing red i guess they were supposed to coordinate whatever casey's wearing this like red thing and katie's wearing she looks like woody from toy story like she's like (laughs) yeehaw cowboys like here we come like working nine to five and you're like katie like chill like fucking chill
0: Katie. Katie. (laughs) Meanwhile, Cardi B thought Tom Petty was alive because
1: someone. I saw that.
0: Someone said it was the first thing I saw when I opened Twitter this morning. And it's like Cardi B got flowers, and the flowers had a card that said, um, You got a heart so big it could crush this town, Tom Petty, which is a quote from his song song "Walls." And Cardi thought it was a letter from Tom Petty saying, "You got a heart so big it could crush this town." She's like, "Thank you, Tom. Like, thank you so much, Tom. I'm sorry I couldn't see you, but like, I really appreciate this."
1: Thank you, Tom Petty, for the flowers. I left the room, but um. And the flowers were very big. I want to say thank you so much. And there's such a beautiful note.
0: And everyone's like, wow, Cardi didn't know Tom Petty died. Yeah. Which is in a way sort of tragic, but it's also very sweet. Cardi also really, really, really graciously... One of my favorite things to come out of this Grammys was Mac Miller's family... Uh, publicly said that, you know, if, if Mac doesn't win posthumously the best rap album, we hope Cardi wins. And it turns out Cardi did win. And Cardi, like, made a video thanking Mac Miller. She shared the award with Mac Miller. Very sweet. Like, Cardi just does everything right. You know?
1: She just she does just, it right. But even when she doesn't do it right, it's so good-hearted that it doesn't matter. It's like, yeah. Cardi B thinking that Tom Petty's alive. I'm like, well, whatever. Like... <laughs> She's had, a busy, okay. she's had a busy year. Right. Of course, she. maybe she missed the news. And when she kept getting sent baby gifts and with no tags and she would put on Instagram like, we didn't get a tag on this Chanel purse for the baby, <laughs> yeah. but like, thank you. I, it's, it's just another one of those. She's just trying to, she literally yes. is trying to be gracious and thank people like, it, you know, but she didn't get, there was no tag on the flowers. There was just these, this <laughs> Tom Petty quote. So thank you, Tom Petty for the flowers, like whatever.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, and with that, I want to go segue into this da- this dumb game that I wrote for Lindsay today. A game? A game. I oh. put it in the doc. See, I said Bobby has a game for Lindsay.
1: I mean, you never know. Yes?
0: Um, it's actually two games in one. No! Um, They're both basically the same thing. They just have two different formats. So that I'm is. calling part one of this game, New or Who? Oh. And I'm calling part two of the game, Who Knew? <laughs> Spelled N-E-W, not K-N-E-W. Yeah, we get um, it. Okay, so let's begin with New or Who. The way this is going to work, I'm going to give you a, a year... Yeah. And an artist's name. This is oh. all about the Best New Artist category of the Grammys.
1: The who category. The who
0: category. Mm-hmm. So this is all about the Best New Artist category of the Grammys. I'm going to give you a year and an artist's name. Just pick the one who won Best New Artist. I'm going to oh. give you the five nominees. Okay. The year 2000, Christina Aguilera, Macy Gray, Kid Rock, Britney Spears, or Susan Tedeschi. Christina Aguilera
1: won. I know that.
0: That's correct. I know she won.
1: That's like a big, like, thing. It's like that Christina won over Britney. That Christina
0: won over Britney. I know. I remember that's like if there's one thing I remember from the year 2000, it's this. 2001, Brad Paisley, Shelby Lynn, Papa Roach, Jill Scott, or Cisco.
1: Thinking, what the, what would the Grammys do? Jill Scott.
0: <laughs> nope. Shelby Lynn. Oh, wow.
1: Who is 2002, that?
0: 2002. <laughs> India Ari, Nelly Furtado, David Gray, Alicia Keys, or Linkin Park.
1: What the fuck? Alicia Keys? Correct. You yeah, got it right. Yeah, they love Alicia Keys.
0: 2003. Ashanti, Michelle Branch, Nora Jones, Avril Lavigne, or John Mayer? John Mayer. Nope. Nora Jones.
1: Oh, duh. That's so she's duh. She's the most Grammys. She's the most so Grammys duh. artist
0: in the history of Grammys. She and Alicia Keys are like Grammys.
1: Well, Alicia Keys was like, I won 14,000 Grammys. <laughs> like, it was like, no, duh. 2004, 50
0: Cent, Evanescence, Fountains of Wayne, Heather Headley, or Sean Paul.
1: What the fuck?
0: This one will blow your mind.
1: Um, Evanescence.
0: That's correct. You got it right. (laughs) 2005. Los Lonely Boys, (gasps) Joss Stone, Maroon 5, Kanye West, or Gretchen Wilson.
1: Wasn't it Joss Stone?
0: It was Maroon
1: 5. (laughs) Okay. Damn it. Maroon 5 also, the thing is, it's like, you're right. Like, it's like, there are these Grammys artists. And and it's like, specific types of artists that the Grammys Mm -hmm. are obsessed with and go back to year to year. And they're like... Oftentimes, very like adult contemporary yeah, listenables. Yeah. Like if you if there was a Grammys compilation released at Starbucks, it would be like exactly what they would play mm-hmm. in Starbucks. Yeah.
0: I mean, just wait. Hold hold on to your butts for the next one. Sierra, two thousand six. Sierra, <gasps> Fall Out Boy, Keen, John Legend, or Sugarland.
1: Oh, it's between John Legend and Sugarland. Pick one. Sugarland. John Legend. Okay. <laughs> Fuck.
0: I mean. Starbucks and Grammys synonymous.
1: But it's also just like it's like this award could not matter any less. Like no, it, doesn't. it literally is it doesn't. so stupid.
0: <laughs> um 2007. Like, half the James artists have already Blunt. been
1: working. They're not new. Okay, go ahead.
0: James Blunt, Chris Brown, Imogen Heap. Corinne Bailey Ray or Carrie Underwood?
1: Corinne Bailey Ray.
0: No, Carrie Underwood. Fuck.
1: Oh, that's, yeah.
0: Amy Winehouse, 20, 2008. Amy Winehouse, Feist, Ladisi, Paramore, or Taylor Swift?
1: Fuck, it's between Winehouse and Taylor Swift.
0: Remember, come on, you got to remember the scene of the movie, of Amy.
1: Winehouse. Yeah, she won. She won, yes. But I thought she that scene was from when she won the, the Best al- al- Album.
0: Oh, I thought that was Best New Artist episode. I don't think she
1: – I don't think so. Because she
0: was, like, in London.
1: Yeah, and they cut to her. Was, like, she just played from... – Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it was Best New Artist. Whatever. Okay. 2009, last question.
1: Don't call and correct us on that. We'll look Adele,
0: it Duffy, the Jonas Brothers, <laughs> Lady Antebellum, or Jasmine Sullivan?
1: I mean, Adele?
0: That's correct. Okay. I'm waiting for, like, Stephen Horowitz to call in and be like, Jasmine Sullivan should have won. She was robbed. <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan. But it's like,
1: it's so funny to even. Like, Lala calls in, <laughs> Duffy was robbed. But it's like, what's so funny about that? It's like, it's insane to even like root for somebody in this category. Like, it I know. is like the most useless category known to man.
0: It's the most, what is a. What is what is the whose line is it anyway thing like where everything's made up and the points don't matter? Truly, <laughs> like, that's like, this it's, category. It's,
1: it truly is like it's wild to me that they even put, they even present like there are not many awards that they do actually televise anymore. This mm-hmm. is one of them for some reason.
0: It's crazy, <laughs> um, but they bring it brings in the youngs. It brings in the young audience. I, I think. guess,
1: but half of these people aren't even that young. <laughs> not to be rude, but like
0: not they'll put be. in
1: they'll Rude. put in old people because it's like they're i don't it's just so strange because like chloe and Hallie are young and like her is young and doula peep is young but like greta van fleet's like a bunch of old white guys or whatever i think
0: i don't really understand what greta flan fleet is and i don't really <laughs> want to find out but i do understand that dina Lohan has a boyfriend of five years whom she's never met per oh, page, is, is per page the, game, six.
1: the game's over
0: the game is over. Did you, you score? did fine?
1: Okay, great.
0: I kept score. I I, I, I tallied and scores, and you got um. Hold on, you got okay, I don't close. No, I but like care. I wasn't thinking, so I have. Wait, you got fourteen points, but I don't really know how many the total points say, well, possible are. Yet. So I don't know why I kept score. Um, so I got
1: fourteen. Awesome. I'll give you
0: a. I'll give you a C plus.
1: Yikes. So
0: Dina Luan has a boyfriend, I want to say before we really get into this, you sent me this right when it happened and you were like, I'm crying, I'm dead, help me, I want to die. Like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I was like, I guess it's funny, it's mostly sad, but I hadn't seen the video and so I finally watched- It's funny. I finally watched the video of like, Tamar.
1: It's funny. They bully her. She, it's hilarious.
0: <laughs> Tamar being like, You're being catfished. You're being catfished. You're being catfished. And I'm like, Okay, I get why this is funny. That's okay. straight no, up catfish. I swear he's not. You guys are going to catfish.
1: No. Five years. Wait, no FaceTime? He doesn't use that. Lies. It's 2019. Lies. My mother's 71 and she uses it. That's a lie. It's a laugh in the pit of the devil's stomach. Don't you believe that? How come Lindsay Lohan mama got a catfish? That's my boyfriend. Everybody FaceTimes. My five year old son FaceTimes me to find out where I'm at. So, what is going on? So, why y'all ain't met in five years? Because I couldn't get there and he, it's San Francisco. It's funny. Explain it. Well, it's just like, I mean, first of all, I wasn't like, I'm screaming. It's not the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. But it is funny that on, so on Celebrity Big Brother, like, obviously there's just like a, y- hours of downtime where they just talk. And mm-hmm. Dina Lohan said that she, said to Tamar and Candy that she had a boyfriend of five years that she's never met. And he, <laughs> she, he won't talk to her on the phone because he doesn't have FaceTime, which kills me because it's like anyone who's watched Catfish is like, mm, mm-hmm? mm-hmm?
0: They're like everyone uses FaceTime. My grandma uses FaceTime. We all use FaceTime. He's a liar. It's catfish.
1: Right. It's funny when um it's it's Candy or Tamar. I forget who says how come the how how come this Lohan Lindsay Lohan's mama got a catfish. (laughs) The fact that they're calling her Lindsay Lohan's mama like after. hours and days of knowing her as her own name is wild
0: yeah how come this low mama got a catfish is the best line from that it's really really funny but and mean, then, it's, yeah. it's sort of sad but then it gets so you're like oh like i'm torn is this sad is this funny people found him and mm-hmm. like now it's funny again
1: well, it's just like, the, of course, the blast, the shady blast was like hanging out with Michael Lohan, because of course they were. And they were like, Michael Lohan, what do you think about this? And he was like, how she thinks she, he's a boyfriend is beyond me. But hey, stranger things have happened with Dina, Michael says, he adds. I just hope she's not putting herself in a dangerous position, which is like bullshit, because literally being with Michael was a dangerous position. Yes, so he sucks. He is terrible. And then, of course, Neve Schulman, catfish man, you know, catfish guy.
0: Mr. Catfish.
1: He tweeted, I want to find Dina Lohan's boyfriend so bad. Shut so <laughs> Shut Get up! Get him out
0: of here. Get him out of here.
1: And the best part is, this guy. His name is Jesse Douglas Nadler, who clearly like joined Twitter to like respond to all these tweets. Keeps responding with sexy photos of himself, and he says, "I'm not a catfish. I'm real as real." And then I went to his t- <laughs> I went to his Twitter, <laughs> and I was reading all the tweets. And one of them, which honestly, reading this tweet makes me think that yes, this guy doesn't have FaceTime or know how to use his phone because yeah each word is capitalized and all of the periods are commas commas. it's honestly (laughs) wild it says you can call me anything you like but one thing i'm not is a catfish me and dina have something special a connection i'm old school i don't facetime don't text hell i still play old records instead of cds but one thing is true i love that dina and it's a picture of him in the car but like
0: what does i'm old school have to do with like i don't try to go see my girlfriend Like fair, I'm old school. I don't look at her face to face. I don't go in person. I don't do in person. I'm old school. I play records, not CDs. I don't look at people in person. Like, (laughs) What are you talking about? Jesse Douglas Nadler.
1: I mean, is this guy? Are these responds real? Because I've also tried and like Google to be like, have people picked up on this guy replying and like no one's really writing about like the replying guy.
0: Yeah, Jesse Douglas Nadler Nadler come Naylor. on the podcast jesse we should reach out to him fuck
1: no and also his to his first and only non-reply tweet is this weird instagram he says see this instagram video by paraguard iud and it's it's an ad for an iud and it's like what <laughs> that's his only tweet <laughs>
0: that's uh that's really good
1: Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, cryptos, all commission free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Plus there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started so you can start investing at any level. The simple intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy to understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stocks collections, such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving Who Weekly listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at whoweekly.robinhood.com.
0: Hey, Lindsay, you know, it's been a while since we talked about Care-of.
1: It has been a while.
0: Remember Care-of?
1: Very much so. Like a monthly subscription
0: vitamin service? I think it's time to do a catch-up, you know, the care slash of. We're going to do a catch slash up on Care-of. Is that okay? You like that as a concept?
1: <laughs> sure.
0: Care-of helps you do something good for your health in 2019, and it makes it easy to stick to your health-related resolutions. So it's like, yeah, when Care-of makes it easy to take vitamins and supplements, then you take <laughs> vitamins and supplements. Just to catch up, catch slash up. Do you remember how you learned which vitamins and supplements are good for you?
1: <laughs> With a quiz, right? Yeah, cause we
0: love quizzes. They're fun. Quiz asks you about your diet, your health goals, and your lifestyle choices, and it only takes five minutes. Love a quiz that only takes five minutes, cause the one in this episode took how many minutes? Like twenty minutes. Too many minutes. 90% of people fall short of FDA-recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin and nutrient, and this helps you find out which ones you're deficient in. And then after you're done, it tells you which ones you probably need, and they deliver daily vitamin and supplement packs customized to your recommendations to promote personal health and wellness. And a good thing is they call it the care of difference. Care slash of. There's a catch slash up. A portion of every sale goes towards the Good Plus Foundation, which provides expectant mothers in needs with valuable prenatal vitamins. So it's like a good cause every time you take your vitamins. Plus, vegan and vegetarian supplement options are available to match your dietary needs, because I know everybody has some. So take advantage of this month's special New Year offer. For 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter WHO50. That is 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins at TakeCareOf.com and enter promo code WHO50. 50. Um, what's next? <laughs> Megan Trainer, um Megan Trainer walked down the aisle to one of her own songs and she just released it. <laughs> it's terrible. Is My, there nothing
1: more Megan Trainer than walking down the aisle to one of your own songs?
0: I, I mean every everything about that wedding was as Megan Trainer as Megan Trainer gets. Like everything about it was peak Megan Trainer. Well, what's funny is that it
1: it was ridiculous, but it bordered on being cute. When something gets so Ridiculous and like it, it's it so almost earnest. it almost it's, feels good. Like I hate like it's, it borders on. There's not a yeah. cynical bone in the body of Megan Trainor's wedding. Yeah, you know? I think
0: that's the thing because when we were watching, I guess it was a couple weeks ago, and we were watching the video of Daryl uh, Sabara of Spy Kids fame of Daryl <laughs> dancing. You mean Mr. And Megan Trainor the wedding? Yes, and you were, and I was like, "This is hilarious," and you're like, "This is kind of cute," and it sort of <laughs> is cute, um but this song is terrible and yeah um, it is like most megan trainer songs very clinical it's not, it's like she went to a school and learned how to write wedding songs and then she wrote one. That's how all her music sounds. Like, yeah, Like a, Like a robot taught her how to write a certain genre of music and she did it. And like technically it's correct, but like it doesn't really, it's it's not really believable. And this is one of those. And it says, one of the lyrics, um, I don't need a cake or fancy wedding. And it's like, Megan, yes, you do. That's all you want is a cake and a fancy wedding. And then another line that I wrote down was a recurring line in the chorus is, they say, keep your heart safe, as in like, They say don't get married. They say whatever, and it's like no, Megan. They all say get married. That's like that's like heteronormativity. Like (laughs) you say get
1: married in your you say get
0: married. Your mama says get married. That's like what all your music is about is how they say to do these things. You can't just contradict yourself suddenly whenever you're getting married. Anyway, (laughs) point is the EP that this is from is called The Love Train. Well, it dropped the same
1: day as Ariana Grande's second like new album, and it was really like sad to watch. It's, it's not sad. It's not sad. <laughs> I know. I mean, whatever. You're right. The only good wedding song about getting married is Jagged Edge's Let's Get Married. So in case you want to know, that's the only one. There's no other ones. Please don't contradict me or Colin. I don't care. We ain't getting no young girls. We so we might as well do it. Yeah. you the wild girl. And I must confess.
0: Let's get Like Sarah Bareilles, I choose you. Honestly, but whatever. We, don't have to, we, can we can move on. We can move on. Me listening to that song for the first time, I was like, this fucking bitch, like, look at her, like this is gonna gets play at every again. wedding for the next 15 years, like gets engaged, like <laughs> angrily listens, like, ugh. How dare she perfect romance? Oh <laughs> um, god. Um, I read every word of like every story about this dog thing and was like completely wrapped i loved it but i hadn't even heard about this before why didn't we talk about this in september when it happened because
1: we you know we pick and choose carefully our housewives chatter because yeah. it gets to be overwhelming if we were to talk about every bravo drama we would only talk about bravo drama You're and right. let me tell you those there podcasts are other exist. podcasts for you to listen hear to danny pellegrino listen
0: to bitch sesh yeah i mean sir sexy unique podcast suck
1: all my faves so like What I'm trying to say is, like, when we talk about Housewives, it has to be something that breaks out beyond the show. Like, these are being covered in uh, tabloids like Daily Mail and TMZ are covering all these things. And it's genuinely weird and funny, not just, like, Camila's mad. Like, I didn't talk to her at her her father's funeral, you know, like that. Because that's, like, what Housewives is. (laughs) Camille, This is genuinely weird as hell.
0: This is hilarious.
1: Will you explain it since you read okay. it all?
0: So um, <laughs> Lisa Vanderpump has these dogs. I guess Lisa Vanderpump has this dog rescue thing. She does. And in the fall of last year, Dorit rescued a dog from her thing. And then soon afterwards, she gave the dog away because the dog like nipped at her. And, um, and then immediately after that, people were reaching out to... Lisa. And they were like, are you mad at Dorit for giving this dog away that you gave her? And she was like, no, of course not. Like, here's what happened. It's not shady at all. But then come to find out... Now, everyone on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills thinks that Lisa Vanderpump planted this entire story and set it all up so that she would look like this nice person. And they haven't really been talking to her since. Like this dog Wait, drama how where did she, she made- she set
1: it up? Like she gave Dorit a bad dog that she would she give away? She gave Dorit away? a bad
0: dog knowing that she would give it away to no. someone No. So that, but I was going to ask you, like this is sort of, that's how I read it. And I was just like, I think that's what they're mad at. And it says that that's why the housemates the have been mad at her ever since. And I think that also explains why she didn't go to- andy's baby shower and it's apparently all centering around this weird drama so i watched the did you watch the teamsy video of her being confronted about the dorit thing from september no (laughs) and she's like nothing has been more of a performance than this she's like come on guys i'm just here to set the record straight like dorit is lovely like she would never do this she gave it to a friend and then they're like which friend did she give it to lisa and she's like i can't get into it like and then she makes it even shadier somehow. It's like she's playing people. I don't really understand.
1: I mean, she's a master manipulator. It wouldn't surprise me if she was mad about it, but, like, just being like – because she's being – she's getting portrayed as, like, the villain on the most recent seasons Mm -hmm. of Housewives. Like, Mm -hmm. she is the difficult one that everyone gets in a fight with. So it – is unsurprising if that was the case, but it is such a it's a really convoluted way. It's like I'm gonna give Dorit a bad dog, which is stupid because like how would she even whatever? And then Dorit's gonna give the dog away, and then I'm gonna be nice about it, and then I'll be nice. That seems great. That's a lot. That's too much. Um,
0: I have a feeling we're gonna get calls about this that are explaining it better, and like I bring them on, please, please do. Yeah, but it's very very funny.
1: But it's funny. So now, so Kyle and. And Lisa are famously like in a fight. That was actually mm-hmm. more have than Haven't they the been rape in a fight for like years
0: and years? They're like
1: best friends who hate each other, essentially. Yeah. Like, that's what the deal is, which is honestly like a funny relationship to have. So, but they just go back and forth forever. So, this second part is also about like Kyle making a joke or something and then uh, uh, implying that Lisa wanted to get paid or something. Mm-hmm. And. Then people thinking that was true, but it wasn't. She was making a joke. I really feel like it's like you really need to be careful about the kinds of jokes you make (laughs) because you will get quoted on face value. Like you're not going to get – unless it's a really funny joke. Like there's no nuance in what you're going to get quoted Mm -hmm. for saying. And like you Mm -hmm. should know better at this point.
0: Whatever. They should all know better. I know. I know.
1: I just – sorry. Before we move on, should we read the headlines that are like talking about the story? I feel like we just didn't read the headlines. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. The R the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills cast believe quote 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 believe Lisa Vanderpump quote planted the story about Dorit Kemsley giving up her dog from her rescue dot 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 which sparked the feud between castmates and then TMZ says Lisa Vanderpump and R H O B H cast bad blood started with Dorit's dog dot 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 it's still going south
1: pretty good pretty good that's good
0: (laughs) a story I do want to talk about is that Prince Philip has given up driving you're obsessed
1: with this thank God. Because he almost, he got into a car accident with that woman. I know, woman he and sent her letter. About it. So he said, after careful consideration, the Duke of Edinburgh has taken the decision to surrender, voluntarily surrender his driver's license. <laughs> the royal palace had to say that in a statement. Two years after he officially retired from royal duties, the fiercely independent prince now taking the back seat.
0: What's next? Do we want to talk about Patrick Schwarzenegger and his girlfriend, Abby Champion, and how they're still together somehow?
1: Yeah, like, it's shocking that, that Abby Champion is still dating Patrick Schwarzenegger. Remember her?
0: Um, I do remember her. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> him, too. Yeah, same. What else do we want to talk about?
1: This is interesting. And since we have gotten into the, the AMI, mm-hmm. Jeff now Jeff Bezos is involved, the um, you know American media thing, all of that, I feel like we kind of need to discuss it a little bit i don't know i'm it made like huger news and a lot of people were like i only know about this from who weekly and it was like well that's hilarious because we didn't do a very good job explaining it i know we didn't but mm-hmm. what's interesting is where i first where we first led into this or this week was that terry cruz accused the national Enquirer of blackmailing him the, yeah. the publisher so like-
0: After Jeff Bezos came out, a lot of other celebrities, or a handful, came out of the woodwork and were like, they've done the same thing to me. One of them was Ronan Farrow, and now another one is Terry Crews. I'm sure there are so many more that are going to come out and say that they did this to me too.
1: Of course. Um, But this was after the Jeff Bezos thing. So Jeff Bezos, who we obviously talked about because of his um, iconic new girlfriend, um, the Mm -hmm. pilot, we love her. Helicopter Queen. Uh, Helicopter Queen. He accused them of extortion over lewd photos. And he wrote it in Medium on Mm Medium.com. And it's just like a wild uh, write-up. He obviously wanted to beat them to press, essentially. Oh, yeah. And he did a good job. I mean, he truly became the center of the conversation. And he wrote some really, like, kind of embarrassing things. And he took the bullet, essentially, so that American media wouldn't release it it is interesting to me though because it feels like the national Enquirer, like a lot of people don't trust it and like are like that trash but that a lot of people are genuinely kind of protecting themselves by doing putting the information out from themselves first proves that people are genuinely scared of of them in terms of because i think because the national Enquirer broke the lauren sanchez text he was like oh they have more and people are gonna believe it
0: yeah, I think that it all goes back to the story about the the quote-unquote vault that David Pecker had in his office, which I always caric- like pictured as an actual like physical vault. I assume it is, that is what it is, or maybe it's a maybe it's a digital file, I don't know. Um, but like National Enquirer it appears that their their power comes from not what they publish but or their power comes from not what they have published, but what what they are choosing not to right? It's so just it's so like, weird to me that they have this dual that,
1: this dual reputation of being like trash. real and fake. Like,
0: but it's then the crazy. but then the real stuff. Well, the real stuff really just comes from like the John Edwards scandal. They broke that. They broke God. What else did they break? Um, but the but but they appear to have so many other stories that they keep under lock and key, literally. And right. like that's what freaks other people out. Well, it's like Um, the National Enquirer- It's really just nasty all around.
1: In face value, the National Enquirer is like posting trash stories that are clearly fake. And then like these little things Mm -hmm. that are like from fact. Do you think that a lot of what they're hiding is more for like political power? Like having leverage- for keeping things secret and like not yeah. even caring about putting it in, and like I don't even care about p- publishing this. I'm just gonna like get this information and use it for like political leverage, which is what like David Pecker seems to be doing.
0: Yeah, that seems like all he really wants anyway. You
1: know, which is so crazy because that has nothing to do with the National Enquirer, the magazine yeah. itself. It just is like it's a
0: really it's no. a really interesting operation, like a really fucked up, um, devious operation.
1: It's very, very, very devious and like multi-level, which is what is like interesting to me. It's like there's so much more than just like this dirty tabloid that no one trusts. It's like Mm –
0: There's like blackmail and extortion going on all the time.
1: Right. And also what's crazy is that it's like Jeff Bezos, bad man, like, you know, like not a yeah. great guy against not a great guy. So it's like, who's gonna win the not a great guy contest, you know? Yeah, it's just
0: like you side with the you side with the person who's like fighting for privacy and pri- fighting for like people who aren't breaking the law. So it's like, I guess I just have to side with Jeff Bezos. Like, I guess. <laughs>
1: I guess. I
0: can't side for, like, the criminals.
1: I guess. Jeff I mean, Bezos
0: is a, a is annoying, but, like, he's not embezzling money.
1: I mean, people, you side with Jeff people. Bezos on this one because you have other people who you do like, who do have, you know, journalistic dignity and all that, like Ronan Farrow saying – Um, I, and at least one other prominent journalist involved in breaking stories about the National Enquirer's arrangement with Trump, fielded similar, quote, stop digging or will will ruin you, blackmail efforts from AMI. I did not engage, I, I don't cut deals with subjects of ongoing reporting. Ronan Farrow didn't, but people with a lot of money might like Jeff Bezos, yeah. you know, like yes. to say like, well how much do I have to pay you to keep this quiet? I have yeah. I have unlimited money, you know?
0: I have unlimited. He has all the money. He has right. the most money.
1: It is wild that it's become, you know, billionaire versus billionaire. It's it's yeah, like so gross. above our heads at this point in terms of having to pick like an ethical side or whatever. You know, there's no side.
0: Speaking of no side, this actually doesn't work. (laughs) I don't want to pick sides here, but it really doesn't make sense. I just don't care. Kendall Jenner and Ben Simmons show PDA and NYC as supermodel confirms they're dating.
1: This is so not... This is so whatever, but like it truly is whatever. But she's been going to all of his basketball games, and I've been kind of like, "What's yeah, eating going caramel on? apples?" Yeah, eating caramel apples courtside, my favorite activity. And now it's like, okay, they're official, they're dating. And to me, I'm kind of like, still very side eye about all this. But sure, sure.
0: I can't, I can't go past the side eye itness of all of this.
1: I mean, I just can't believe that he was dating Tinashe just months ago.
0: Yeah. And then she went on Ellen, and Ellen said, so obviously you're dating this guy who's on the 76ers. How long have you been dating him? And then she says, for a bit now. Who cares?
1: <laughs> this is, Ellen is the worst.
0: Ellen is the worst show. Even
1: describing Ellen's like fucking torture. I, I don't I watched a clip of it. Ellen the other day that made me honestly want to crawl up into my own skin and and just die it was it was <sighs> she was interviewing naomi osaka the the this, the woman the who tennis player the tennis player who won the thing
0: uh-huh. and
1: she was like talking to her about winning and she was shy so she ellen was you could tell ellen was getting frustrated because naomi was kind of shy
0: and mm-hmm. she said
1: who's your celebrity crush And she was like, um, she's like, um, I don't know, like, that guy, I don't know his name, like, from Black Panther. And she was like, Michael B. Jordan. she's like, yeah, you know, like, and Ellen's like, I have his number. Do you want me to call him for you and set it up? And she was like, no, I really don't. I really, really don't. I really don't. I really, really don't. I don't. I really, 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 really don't. I don't. And Ellen's like, I'm going to call it and set it up. Uh,
0: Celebrity crush? Uh... Uh, uh, Come on, you can make it happen. You're very famous now. No, I'm not.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know his name, but he was in Black Panther, but he was a villain. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Yes. No. Do you want me to text him right now? No. I will. Seriously, someone get my phone. I'm going to text Michael, and I'm going to tell him that he should meet you. No. I'm okay. Thank All you. right. Well, I'm just trying to help. It's okay. All right. And then later on Twitter, Ellen like tweeted like, happy birthday Naomi! Like here's a gift. And it was like a picture, of, like Michael P. Jordan with his like abs out. And then uh. he responded, block me or something. <laughs> like, uh. She was like, she was joking but she was like oh my god block me like respond like please get out of here and of course michael b jordan like responding he's like here's a better picture of my abs and also want to come to the black panther premiere or like whatever premiere the rocky premiere the creed premiere and of course she went but like how humiliating
0: no it's it's terrible (laughs) it's the the cycle that her show begets is always excruciating and the way that celebrities or if not celebrities celebrities talent management or PR people where they're they're just like, Ellen is gold, Ellen is number one, whatever Ellen says, do it. And just knowing that they all have to just play along because it's Ellen makes me Yeah, it does it's make me want to rip my skin it's off. Sick. It's sick. I just felt
1: bad because it's like this is like a 21 year old shy athlete and you're just like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna set you up with your celebrity crash. <laughs>
0: Look at his abs. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Ellen is an asshole. No, 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 no.
1: Speaking of assholes, did you see, I mean, I guess, are these, like, too themy for us? I guess I just, I don't, we don't, we don't have to talk about this, but I love a celebrity op-ed. Like, there's nothing better. Sean
0: Penn is deranged. So Sean Penn wrote an op-ed. He's also, speaking of assholes, speaking of, like, Allegedly like abusive men.
1: I mean, truly.
0: Sean, Sean Penn wrote an op-ed that is really crazy. It's short, which is funny. Like, I clicked it expecting it to be really long, but it's actually kind of short where you're like, that's all you got, Sean it's Penn? It's
1: so stupid. He, and it, if anything, he's like trying to make it so that he has better chances at winning, but like he yeah, ruins that's... his chances by even writing this op-ed.
0: It's 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 really the equivalent of a mom like writing an op-ed in a school paper being like, My <laughs> son, my son Bobby deserved to be cast as like the lead in this in this performance of whatever and you're like
1: mom i bet
0: i bet bradley cooper is mortified bradley cooper already is embarrassed
1: for not getting um nominated as best director this is even (laughs) more embarrassing what's
0: crazy here is that it's he got nominated. He's not even a loser yet. And yet here's Sean Penn kind of calling him a loser already, which is weird. And he's like, it's really sucks. The whole, the whole thesis of the op-ed is that like Bradley Cooper deserves better. Um, how dare we as a culture not be, you know, drowning him in awards. And it just, one of the things that's so annoying about it is that it, gives you a glimpse into the mind of at least Sean Penn but I think a lot of celebrities where they think that like nothing is more important than what they do and that's on full display at every Oscars right where they think that their job is the most important job it's the it was like Brie Larson a few days ago where she published that photo of her on Instagram she's She's an activist my acting is activism and it's a photo of her from the King Kong movie it's like Brie Larson your acting is not activism your acting is good and we like you and I like the King Kong movie I did I thought the King Kong movie was really really good but that's not activism do not equate yourself to like I, I I don't even know like who who is a I can't even think of an activist oh my god <laughs> literally don't equate yourself to Malala that's what I meant to name say name
1: one activist
0: <laughs> when he can't name an activist Just equating yourself to, like, Malala, it's like, don't do it. And here you have Sean Penn saying, like, he deserves everything. How dare we ignore Bradley Cooper? And it's like, Sean Penn, first of all, there's a chance Bradley Cooper could win. Second of all, if he doesn't, it's not the end of the world. There are are so many other things we should be mourning Apart from fucking this really rich white guy who will be fine. If anyone's going to be fine, it's Bradley Cooper. It also just
1: makes me mad because I loved A Star Is Born and you did too. Yes. But reading Sean Penn write about it makes me hate it. And oh, it's yeah. Like, oh, what a beautiful it. artistic he wrote, achievement. He made a <sighs> film about us as the flawed contemporary characters we are. And while his artfulness has brought it to movie dumb Super Bowl, it has done... So, with none of the conceits voters are unlikely to lean on in the final tally, its art neither panders to the politics of the day nor dazzles with the deceptions so many delight in. It's the hard, Shut. messy stuff of love and life, dreams and addictions, and yet we, its audience, walk away feeling less alone. Shut. Shut Ugh. the fuck up! You can't have this movie. It's my movie. <laughs> Honestly honestly
0: this is not yours sean penn
1: give it back bitch (laughs) give it back thank you i wish bradley was here with me right now he's at the baftas over in the uk i know he wants to be here bradley i loved singing this song with you um did you know that (laughs) this is so stupid Gus Kenworthy is joining the (laughs) cast of A American Horror Story. Does Ryan Murphy just cast, like, gay men that he has crushes on in his Mm. stuff? Yeah. Okay, fine. So Gus Kenworthy of swimming fame and then Instagram influencing fame is... No,
0: he doesn't swim. He skis. Or snowboards. (gasps) Or he's snow. He's snow, not water.
1: Wait, he doesn't He's
0: frozen water. He's frozen water, not room temperature water.
1: Honestly, I'm telling you, these Olympians, they go in one ear and out the other. Yeah. Like, and then they just don't leave and you have to you have to remember what sport they played. Ugh. Yeah, barf. So Gus Kenworthy, apparently not a swimmer. He's a frozen water athlete. He's a frozen
0: water athlete. He's a skier. <laughs> there are two types of athletes. Liquid water athletes and frozen water athletes. We don't know either of them. So
1: he's a gay thirst trap, duh. And he is going to be on, uh, he's going to be playing Emma Roberts' boyfriend on American
0: Horror Story. He's a frozen water thirst trap. <laughs> oh when you're thirsty God. for snow, not water. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Mm-hmm. It's time to do Rita.
1: What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lizzie Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman?
0: Uh, did you see these? The Rita stories?
1: No, they're hilarious. <laughs> they're fucking hilarious. She's Rita
0: Ora stepped out with a golden crusted tooth, and we can't stop staring. I, I already <laughs> forgot what what website this was. It looks like Refinery. I don't know.
1: We can't stop staring. It's not even like positive or negative. It's just like Rita, and got we a can't gold, stop staring. Oh, he's got a gold sugar. tooth, and we can't stop staring.
0: <laughs> and we can't stop staring. And it's not. I guess I initially I was like, I was like, oh, pop sugar doesn't know what a grill is. And then you click it and it's like, well, it's not. It's no, it's like a just, gold.
1: It's like a ring around her tooth. It's, it's like a, a ring it's around like jewelry. her tooth. It's like
0: tooth jewelry. It's just like a circular object. she just got great teeth, by the way. She Great, does.
1: perfect size, not too much gum. Her lips, like her smi- Like she I really have so does. much gum.
0: I hate my teeth. So Aww. I'm very jealous of teeth. <laughs> um, <laughs> She's great Rita teeth. Rita has great teeth. Look at those teeth. Yeah. And they're not soup they're not too white. You know how like
1: super yeah, white not, is
0: a lot? They're not There's blinding. A little, they're, they're a little off white, which mm-hmm. is what it should be. Two white teeth is a problem. That's not what we teeth look like.
1: Well, I bet her teeth are very white because in photos they turn out like per. It's like they're not. Yeah, they're. Yeah. You're right. They're like the perfect amount of white. Yeah. They're the, they're the
0: right shade of white. Right. Oh, Ugh, we love her. We Rita, stand her teeth.
1: I stand. Your and teeth. honestly,
0: I want a piece of gold tooth jewelry now. All right, I well, love we'll,
1: it. We'll work on that for you.
0: I love it. If uh, hey Cadence thirteen, if you're listening, <laughs> if you could get us uh, a gold tooth jewelry spawn, that would be great.
1: Wait, that's the way that you go about this. How about we just make more money and then you can buy a gold tooth?
0: No, I'd rather have a free one. <laughs> I'd rather have a free gold tooth, Lindsay. Okay, well,
1: I'm sure those gold teeth sponsors will be Bobby Finger running. stepped
0: out with a gold encrusted tooth, and Lindsay can't stop staring.
1: I mean, I really, I You'd really like, would have
0: Ugh. a, I would <laughs> Take really, that off your
1: mouth. I would be like, this is, how can anyone not <laughs> care about this gold tooth? <laughs>
0: and then this, this headline I love, Rita Ora shares stunning throwback snap of herself wearing <laughs> skimpy red bikini as she relaxes on glorious Wait, beach. Wait, can I ask <laughs> Wait. I love glorious beach Wait. so much.
1: This is also like grammatically so in another universe. Like, is she relaxing on the beach in the photo or as she shares the photo? <laughs> <laughs> You're right because the way that this is written, she is on the beach sharing a photo and like of her on the beach
0: the well the photo she shared it we don't know where she was when she shared it but the photo is of her relaxing on a glorious beach so, so tr- that is what they mean
1: so they're trying to say that she shared a throwback photo of her on the beach but what this reads is beach. that she shared a photo of herself wearing a red bikini as she was on the beach yes where is this from
0: it's oh it's uh the daily mail
1: What a fucking...
0: Rita Ora showed off her incredible figure in a very sexy throwback snap, which she posted to Instagram on Thursday night. The 28-year-old looked beautiful in a skimpy red bikini, which flattered her figure perfectly. And then your favorite, your favorite coming up, reclining on a large tree branch, the hot right now (laughs) hitmaker sat in front of a tropical backdrop as she gazed into the distance. In a photo that's old. In a photo that's old. And then the... Caption is dreaming. Colon. Rita Ora shared a stunning throwback snap of herself wearing a skimpy red bikini as she relaxed on a glorious beach.
1: <laughs> glorious. <laughs> they used it, they glorious used it
0: twice. Glorious beach
1: is so fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> I love it. the The remaining photos in this story are just Rita in that kind of crazy, um, feathery event that she wore to the Spotify pre Grammys party, where BB Rexa mm-hmm. shouted out at the at the at the haters, <laughs> and it's like photos of her with BB on the red carpet. They look cute together.
1: They're friends. They're they're, they're friends. friends.
0: Cheeky. She posed with fellow hitmaker BB Rexa who opted for a deeply plunging mini dress with a perilously high hemline.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: They would never call Rita's short skirt perilously high.
1: I'm still very confused whether Rita was at the Grammys. No,
0: she was not at the Grammys. She's I'm not at the I'm telling you, Grammys. I don't I mean I don't know that with utter certainty, but I will say if she were there, we would have seen photos. It would have been like Rita Ora, like shows wearing up at Grammys something. wearing this. Yes, right. and those like, headlines did not exist. With that, we're done. Thank you for listening. Um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly. So buy tickets to our next leg of the show, which is in a few weeks in the oh Midwest. Great. So excited.
1: It's Minneapolis, Milwaukee, Cleveland, I believe. Love it. It's going to be the so fun. Weekend Please come. like Detroit,
0: come. In Chicago blah blah blah. just buy tickets who weekly.us and thank you as always for listening and we'll see you on Friday call in 619 who them with questions and comments bye you will jail it. Yo, yo, yo,
1: they hey you be
0: famous?